This is the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's Biker Chick and the Bowtie Guy. Hey everybody, welcome to the Mess It Up Podcast. I am the Bowtie Guy. And I am Biker Chick. And uh, we are here to help you take your mess and turn it into a message. Uh, that is the whole idea of this show and uh, if we're doing it great if we're not then uh, stay tuned hopefully we will this week or next week if you've got some ideas on how we might be able to be a little better we would love to have you share with us either on the show notes on our blog or by emailing info at messituppodcast.com Paul's a very pitchy guy if you guys haven't noticed (laughs) he will pitch your emails your feedback left and right you know i like to have it and i like to uh it's just it's fun i'm a nerd um if you look at the picture i've got the glasses i've got the bow tie i am uh i'm a nerd just this last week though i got a haircut and i begged my wife to let me have a mullet and she wouldn't and i was like hockey mullet come on and she's like no No. and i was i was seriously bummed um i would love to get your feedback on the mullet too uh a little listener poll uh, yes or no for Paul on a mullet, and uh, if, if 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 it comes up yes, maybe I can convince my wife to let me have a mullet next time. Everybody we'll vote see. yes. It'll be in time. Yeah, it'll be in time for hockey season. It'll be great. Stuart, I'm looking at you. Um, give me that vote. Um, our word of the week this week is obfuscate, and uh, some people think that I obfuscate the whole purpose of what I'm doing because I just talk and talk and talk. But obfuscate is to make something obscure or to, uh, to, to kind of hide the or cloud the original meaning of something. And I came up with this word of the week because I was... Because um, you like driving. big words. <laughs> I do. I do like big words. I li- it's funny because I like big words, but apparently in listening to the podcast, it's been brought up to me that I like small words like um as well. You do. Yeah. You do. Uh, I will give... Like, I don't know, two bonus points every time I say, um, or, uh. They're going to be rich after today. I know, bonus points city. <laughs> don't forget to collect your bonus points on that word of the week, which is obfuscate. And let's get back to the track and, or to the meaning of all this, not obfuscate this entire podcast. Uh, I sometimes have these weeks that are just, uh, ridiculously stupid weeks. Yeah. And uh, recently I had one of those weeks. And I've been trying for, I don't know, the better part of the last decade and a half and a little bit more of that, like 16 years to get into prison and do a prison ministry. Right. Uh, when I was locked up, I knew that I saw some people come in and do uh, church with us and it just meant the world to me. I thought, I'm going to do that. And I have been trying in just all over the place and really just racking my brain, trying to figure out how to get into the jails and the prisons and bring some Jesus and bring Celebrate Recovery, which is my uh, ministry close to my heart, into those people through uh, the thing that we call Celebrate Recovery Insight, CRI. So I met uh, the local CR Inside state rep, and he's been working, and uh, God's been working. Mm-hmm. And uh, last, and I'm, I'm doing, I'm so in my head with this uh thing, <laughs> last, <laughs> last Saturday, uh, at the time of this recording, I actually went in to the prison, met the guys, and it blew my mind. We'll talk more about that later. I can't wait. I can't wait but to hear more about it. 
the the thing that made me think we did obfuscate wasn't the first word of the week that I had chosen. I changed it to this because I was realizing as I was driving to the prison, I was working on these problems that I was having in my head and and saying, oh poor Paul. Mm, it's easy to do that on road trips. It is, especially Get when I'm by myself. Yeah. Yes. And so I'm sending out messages. I sent a message to you, pray, and to several other people. This is while he was stopped on the side of the road, by the way. Yes, I was stopped for a microsecond. Yes. Um, actually, I was doing it via te- uh, uh, speech. speech. So I was. I said, hey, Siri, please uh, text someone. And I hope she doesn't. she's doing it right now. Siri's listening yeah. to him. <laughs> Seriously. Um, <laughs> I uh, had a friend who hit me with a thought right as I hit uh, myself with the same thought. So the road from my house to the prison, uh, you go through the desert and there's a right-hand turn to go on this long desert two-lane road. And as I made that right-hand turn, I thought to myself, I am whining and complaining and asking people for prayers for me because of all my big problems. And I'm fixing to go see guys who are gonna stay where they're at when I leave. Right. I'm gonna come home to my wife, right. I'm gonna drive my car, listen to my music, I'm gonna come home and watch a hockey game or whatever I'm gonna do. And here's these guys who are stuck there for years. Yeah. Why am I complaining? Right. I. Perspective. I obfuscated God's plan. My my nonsense was obfuscating what God had for me. That is such a not natural word. It is a Just not natural word for you, but I'm going to tell you the so reason we had this. Natural. I was sitting and thinking about this idea, and I was like, you just completely obfuscated that, Paul. And I was like, word of the week, obfuscate. But it was it was a great drive. It's kind of like mess it up. It right? is. It messed me up. That thought completely messed me up, but I thought to myself, this is going to mess people up. It's like, yeah, it's like... Oh, I can't even say the word. Obfuscate? Yeah, that one. You're getting no bonus points because I am not using this naturally. That's, I Sorry. guess. It, I detoured your It's a great... Your thought It's a great process. word. Well, I, I talked to... I, I think I was talking to my wife about this, and the idea came to me that all these things that are happening, these are problems that are happening to me, but they're not my problem. Because I right. kept on thinking to myself, how am I going to fix this? What am I going to do about this? How am I going to make it work? How am I going to, you know, fix my finances? How am I going to fix my car that's broken down? How am I going to fix uh, whatever it is? And um, it was, it just came to me. I was, it, it was made clear. God just blew away all the stuff. It was like, you know, it's Simpsons when the clouds clear. Mm-hmm. That happened to me and I just heard God saying, it's not your problem, Paul. It's my problem. I got this. Well, just as you were talking, I heard a lot of me, I, my, mm-hmm. and in what you were saying. So before you even got to the point of, you know, God's like, hey, dude, you know, what about what about this guy? It's yeah. really my deal, not yours. It's funny that That's a one-letter word like I yeah. can completely block, obfuscate, oh, boy. what God's plan is in my life. Right. I get in my own way so often. And uh, one of my mentors, Kayla, tells me all the time, it's not your problem, it's God. Let God do it. That's it. How am I going to get people to read my book? You're not going to. Right. You're going to ask a couple people and that's it. That's it. God's going to do the rest. I'm like, fuck. You know how uh, the shack became so big, right? He ate all of his vegetables. He did. Yeah. 
Not that shack. Different shack. Yes. The movie. The book. The book. The book. Right? He actually wrote it. His wife had been asking him to write something for their kids because he thinks kind of outside the box. He thinks differently. And she wanted something for his kids to have. And that's how he ended up writing The Shack. He had no intention of it being such a popular selling book. Yeah, it was huge. Huge. Yeah. And controversial, which I love. Don't you? I do. And the book that uh, Christine is referencing is, the book is called The Shack, and it's by William Young. If, you, um, if you're not aware of it, um, you do Check a good job obfuscating yourself from uh, popular Christian culture over the last 10 years. It was huge. They made a movie of it, which um, uh, I enjoyed watching as yeah. well. Um, but it, it's, a, it's a really good, uh, really good book. It is. Yeah, fun story. And that, that was all God. Completely. And I love it when God just gets in there and makes me, makes me get out of my way. You know, I let, I let life crush in on me. And I, I let myself get pinned into corners and boxed in and right. everything seems so huge. What if I don't get this done? What if this doesn't happen? What if this doesn't happen? And Well, I don't know about you, but I'm really good about taking the responsibility of others and of their happiness, their lives, their job responsibilities, their million different things onto my own shoulders instead of saying, hey, this is yours, handle it. This is God, you know, God's got this. Or, hey, you're supposed to take out the trash today and not me. And letting those boundaries lie where they're supposed to be. And here's what just messed me up. It's like, okay, I'm codependent. And I'm like, I'm being codependent with God. And uh. that has my brain frying for a little bit. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to think about this for a second. We're going to throw it to the song of the week. Sounds awesome. Uh, our song of the week this week is a song called So Will I 100 Billion Times by Hillsong United. So we're going to play a little piece of it for you, and we'll be back uh, after the song. Awesome. A hundred billion galaxies are born In the vapor of your breath the planets form And if the stars amaze the worship so alive I can see your heart and everything you make Every burning star signal fire grace And if creation sings your praises so song so will I uh, 10, or 100 billion times I, I gypped him by a little bit of billions uh, by Hillsong United 
you hear a lot of songs by Hillsong because they're Hillsong and they do a good job with it, but I oftentimes just let things just kind of wash over me and I don't pay attention. And as we talk about these songs of the week, I'll be driving down the road and I'll think, wow, and I've got this playlist, this, this new song of the week. Right. It's like, didn't listen to that, but this one got me from the beginning. The first time I heard this song, the part towards the end, where it just goes and it says, if the stars were made to worship, so will I. If the mountains bow in reverence, so will I. I just, I would have written two things, maybe three to make that nice, you know, perfect third kind of thing. They just keep going. And you're like, okay, now they're going to, again, there's another thing. There's another thing. Right. There's another thing. There's right. another thing. There's so much stuff that God has done. And if, if that happens, then I'm going to do it too. There's one line that just wrecks me. Yeah. And it's that if the if the rocks cry out in silence, so will I. To me, that just resonates with the times where I've been hurt and alone and you know, just by myself and in silence and just crying out to God inside, you know. And that's what visual image that put in my head. It's yeah. just the times where I'm just stuck solid by myself and feel like I'm all alone and um just crying out to God. Yeah. It, it, the, the next, right after that line says, if the sum of all our praises still fall shy, then we'll sing again a hundred billion times. Like, we are not giving up because God didn't give up on me. Right. God didn't give up on you. He didn't give up on you, dear listener. Um, he just kept giving and giving and giving. And we know that it's good. And yeah. We've read the end of the book. Right. The end of the story. It ends well for us. It's, right. it's rough. Um, this last week I wrote in my blog, and I guess it kind of dates when we do the show. You can kind of keep track of that. But I was talking about the eye of the hurricane and getting right. through a hurricane. I've never been through one, but my wife grew up in Florida. So you go through that hurricane and then there's the eye where it's calm. And I feel so much right now the eye of God's love on me and I'm in it and I'm going to run and I'm going to chase that thing. If it's going north, I'm going north. If it goes to the east, I'll go to the east. Whatever it does, I'm going to run. And when I start feeling the wind, I'll know I've gotten out of it and I'm going to go to where it's calm and I'm going to stay where it's calm and whatever it takes. Is it sometimes too late by the time we feel the wind? Do you think that sometimes those storms approach so fast, you know, that the eye is moving so fast that sometimes we can't stay in that calm? I, I'm going to be completely honest with you, not that I've been lying the rest of this time, but one of my favorite things ever kind of messed me up a little bit because I'm, I'm sticking in my head right now and I'm thinking, I don't know. I don't know because I haven't been in the eye before. Wow. This is just like the first time that I felt, I felt the edge of the eye, I think. Yeah. I've never been here. That's crazy. And it's just... I mean, crazy yeah. beautiful. I, I'm, my answer to you is going to be, insofar as I can channel God's power and use that power, no, it can't outrun me. Nice. Because I think this is where God wants me, and he's not going to try to outrun me. God's not playing tag with me. It's not hide and seek. Right. It, I was playing hide and seek. God knew. I'm like, I got my hands, you know, covering my head and my butt sticking out the other side of the couch. Like, where am I, God? And he's like, I don't know. Where's Paul? Uh, but Great it's, um, I, I don't know. And I, I've just, 
I know that I'm here because I've never, ever so I, felt this. I want to touch on that for a minute because you've been in recovery for how long? Uh, January 9th, 2003, and at the date of this we're in 2018 so that's uh, 16 years 16, 16 years. and a half years 16 years of recovery and following Jesus and mm -hmm. right now after all this time you feel like you're in a place of God's the center of his will Is before that I was going into recovery mm -hmm. three years before I got into recovery I was going to seminary to become a, a pastor because I thought I felt called and I still wasn't in God's will because I was in the world right so i mean it's been i've been walking with jesus for 23 years now and you might wonder why i'm pointing this out like, i know why is i want to mess me up but i'm trying to figure, i'm trying for the listeners to hear that recovery isn't an instant fix oh it's not an instant i'm going to be great everything's going to be wonderful god's going to give me all his answers for what he wants in life and it's just going to be a cakewalk this is a process. This is a lifelong journey of continuing to seek the best for your life. The best, which obviously is what God wants for us. That's the ultimate best for our lives. And continuing on that journey, on that path of finding out what that purpose is, what God wants for you. Well, I've had this conversation with people a lot because the probably the number one uh, bone of contention, I guess, or point of... of, of um, Debate with recovery is well, you're taking God out of the equation. Oh no! And I'm like, I do not deny that God can heal you right then and there. Absolutely. God saved me. That didn't mean I stopped coming to church. That didn't mean I stopped worshiping exactly. God. It didn't mean I stopped reading my Bible. It didn't mean I stopped fellowshipping. It, just because God saved me, that didn't mean it's over. And just because God delivers me from my habit, my hurt, my hang-up, my addiction, my whatever, doesn't mean it's over, you right. know, because we're still here and we're doing something. And I, that's a hard thing. I don't understand the not understanding it, so I can't figure out how to explain to the people who don't understand it. And I've tried, and I will continue to try. Um, so I don't deny that immediate healing that can happen right I know that's not been my experience for my life my life is I have taken many 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 years to get to where I am I just now finally got through the front door and God's like hey come on in he's welcome, not kicking me out right now Paul, right? yeah so I mean now I get to enjoy all the the fighting through the storm that I did right. I mean I think of uh, the Bubba Gump show what was that the Forrest Gump and the you know Captain Dan, he's up there. Lieutenant Dan, he's up yes. on the on the thing, and he's yelling and screaming and everything like that. And then there's this mayhem from Camille, and now they're the rich people because they made it through the storm and they got to they they didn't give up in the storm. They fought through it, right. and then they got the, the reward and the benefit. And that's where I feel like I am is I fought through these years and years and years of storm, and um, my life is so vastly different than it was and it's gonna there's so many crazy things that are about to happen in my life that i don't even know right but i am just clearing my plate to get ready for it and it scares the crud out of me the crud it scares the, the crud, crud out of me yeah so um i want to just talk a tiny bit and we're running out of time about the experience of getting to jail or uh, to prison mm -hmm. uh, so i'm driving and i told you i was i was 
talking to people and texting with people and they were giving me encouragement and prayers, you amongst them. And then I got there. The week before I had gotten there and I, I, I didn't make it in and they didn't know who I was and they didn't know what I was trying to do or understand my program or any of that. I walked through the door. The same CO is standing at the desk and I didn't even get all the way through the door. And he said, hey, welcome back. And I was like, you recognize me. Oh, he's like, I'm so sorry last week. We didn't know what was going on. It was bad communication. He just kept apologizing. He's like, come on over here. Let's get you signed in and all this stuff. And we get signed in. He got me ready. He calls the guy who's going to come and, and escort me. And then I get into the prison. And it's, I don't know if any of you have been to prison, but I was in. And when you're in and you're wearing the, the clothes, the outfit that they give you, the gates stay closed. Now that I'm wearing my CR shirt and walking up, I can stand in front of the gate and somebody watching a camera pushes a button and the doors open. It's like Max, or you know, get smart. I feel like, like Darth Vader walking through the Death Star and it's just closing and opening. It's amazing. I get to the room and I'm wearing my CR shirt so they kind of know that I'm there for Celebrate Recovery. And these guys have been working and, and a, a gentleman started it a couple of years ago and they've just been trying their best with having some books and they haven't had any input from anybody who really understands. Oh, They're wow. just trying to do it, read the books and, and get by. Right. And they come up and they start shaking my hand and they said, we've been praying for you for two years to come. That's incredible. It Did messed it mess you me up? up so <laughs> I bet. bad. I bet. Because in all honesty and not trying to be funny, it happens more often. I do feel like people pray for me to leave more than they pray for me to show up. Yeah. Because I've been a scoundrel. I've done things. And some people can't see. They let the past obfuscate my ministry. Right. And to have these guys in prison say that, and I am the answer to their prayer. Wow. I mean. Mind-blowing, right? So humbling. I was just... So awe-inspiring, just on my knees, didn't want to be weeping in prison in front of these guys, but wanted to weep. Just thank you, Jesus, for this opportunity that what you've a, given to me. What an example, though, of, of what God can do in somebody's life. And when you stop and you listen and you're obedient, you know, because it's not like Paul just did what Paul wanted to all these years and said, eh, years. forget yeah. it. Yeah. Like, you, you never stopped your journey and celebrate recovery. You never stop pushing forward to be a better you. And, you know, yeah, to have people praying for you to come. It's crazy. Yes. That is crazy. Oh, so amazing. So amazing. And I have so many other stories, and I, I just know that we don't want to keep you here forever. Uh, you probably are sitting in your car waiting to go into work, and the boss is going to get mad, so we're going to let you go, and I'm going to just put this on hold. We'll pick it up, but I've got so many other things that I could say. Christine and I could talk forever, but that's the big idea, is that whole thing of not getting in my own way, not letting that letter I block those three letters G-O-D, those five letters J-E-S-U-S. -S. We have t-shirts, Jesus is kind of a big deal. That's right. He's not kind of. <laughs> he is a big honking deal. Yep. And he's so beautiful and he has changed my life. He has wrecked me, he has messed me up and he's taking my mess 
turning it into a message. He can do that for you as well. Absolutely. Thanks a bunch for listening. If you want to get a hold of us, uh, you know the podcast lives on iTunes and on SoundCloud. You can go to messituppodcast.com. Uh, click on the show notes and you, it'll take you to our blog where you can read the show notes. We appreciate your responses and comments there. Uh, there's links in the show notes to all the things that we referenced. So if you're interested in that book, The Shack, we'll put a link into the show notes. Absolutely. The Song of the Week has a link so you can click it and buy it. Uh, if you want to email Christina, it's bikerchick at messituppodcast.com. My email is bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com. And then if you just have some general comments or want to get some more feedback, Info at our, uh, <laughs> I gave my, my own one. Info at messituppodcast.com is where you would uh, do that. And uh, I just gave my, my old uh, work email. Uh, I want to say thanks. We're recording right now at RCA Church. Thanks, RCA Church, for giving us a place to do this and the, uh, the ability. Really appreciate all you've done to help launch us and, and host our, our host church for our Celebrate Recovery. Come visit us sometime if you're ever in beautiful Ridgecrest. And yeah. we'll talk again next week. Yep, see you next week. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess It Up.